Greetings to you and welcome to this session of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today as we spend this time together. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for investing your time and your energy and your insight and your desire into this podcast, but more importantly, into yourself. You know, at the end of the day, we are us. We are the ones that that have to look to ourselves in order to strive to be better, in order to strive to advance. Now, again, as I always say, being better doesn't question where you are. It just means that there may be areas of your life that you want to expand on or or breathe into. And so to be able to see that, to be able to acknowledge that, to be able to do that, to the willingness to do that is really, really important because it sets you apart from probably 70% of the, the rest of the world. 70% of the world doesn't want to do anything. They're perfectly fine. They're perfectly comfortable. Uh, but if you want to be better, then you're setting yourself apart. And that's a huge first step. That's a few, huge first step in able to, be able to look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm good, but there are places that I could be better. You know, it's, hum- it, it, it's humbling. It's a humble stance to say that there are places in my life that I can and should be better and I want to be better. So I'm going to strive to be better. I'm going to find a way to be better. I'm going to learn and be better. I'm going to take in more knowledge, take in more information and be better. So welcome aboard. Thanks for that. And thanks for investing your time. Thanks for investing in this work, in this podcast. You know, if I didn't have you to be listening, then I'd just be talking to myself and putting it out there on the internet. And if that's what I'm going to do, then I'm going to talk about something far better and far more uh, entertaining, if you will, and probably far more kooky than what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to do that because I think we all benefit from this information and benefit from these words. So I appreciate it. Share it out there if it's helpful for you. Uh, if you're getting to this on Facebook or uh, on Instagram or Twitter, you know, this isn't proprietary information. So put it out there. Love to hear from you. Love to uh, see where you're at. So tag me in it. That'd be awesome. And uh, directly to someone. I mean, if, you, if there's someone you know that would be helpful for it, then DM them, email it to them. Just copy and paste the, uh, you know, the, the link at the top of the screen for the podcast and email it to them or text it to them or whatever, however you're going to work with it. But thank you. Thank you for your investment. And if you want to reach out to me directly, if you want to do some coaching, you want to do some communication in any way, the uh, website is gracelifecoaching.com. And that's the best way to get a hold of me. That's the best way to uh, communicate with me. And I'd love to hear from you. Love to do if you want to do some coaching or if you want to have some conversation or maybe just get a little bit of a uh, little, little, little bit of direction in your life or a little bit of balance. And I'd love to do whatever I can. However I can help out, you know, we can meet face to face. We can meet over the phone. We can meet virtually as long as we can speak the same language we can work together so the website is gracelifecoaching.com all one word all lowercase and that's how you can get a hold of me so welcome back last time we uh kicked off the the first part of the seven things to sacrifice if you want to succeed if you want to succeed in 2024 the seven things to sacrifice now remember i said you know when we talk about success i mean this comes from a, a business perspective um you know more more business finance you know growing a business starting but it, but it can be applied anywhere we definitely yearn for success when we are looking to build ourselves because if we don't have success, then we're not willing to invest. I mean, if we're going to sacrifice something, if we're going to give up something that we find comfortable and enjoyable, we want to see a benefit out of that giving up at the end. That's success. Okay. So if we're going to sacrifice A for B, we want B to make us better. We want to see that B is going to enhance our lives and grow our lives because it's not worth giving up A for B if B isn't going to have some kind of benefit. Uh, if B is just the same, only tastes worse, then, you know, why would you give up a donut for broccoli if a donut and broccoli are going to do the same thing to your body? You would eat the donut. 
Uh, that's just how it works. But eating broccoli over a donut's far better than you because broccoli has far more nutrients for you than a donut does. You see the difference. I like donuts, so it's hard for me to think of giving up donuts for broccoli, but I also see what broccoli does for my body, which is far better than what donuts do for my body. So if you're going to sacrifice something, you want to see some kind of success on the other side of it. That's just how it works. That's what you want. Okay, so the first three that we talked about last time, if you're just joining us, uh, then welcome aboard. Uh, it's, this comes from a Success Professional, which uh, put this out here uh, a little while back. I, I picked up on it. But the first three are comfort zone. got to get out of your comfort zone. Procrastination, stop procrastination. You know, stop avoiding things by doing other things like doom scrolling or, uh, you know, Twitter or TikTok or whatever. Um, get to what you need to do. Uh, and instant gratification. Okay. So stepping away from instant gratification, prioritizing long term benefits over short term pleasure. So those are the first three. So we're going to jump into the last four here to round out this episode. So number four is negative influences, giving up negative influences. Okay, so letting go of toxic relationships and distractions. So I'm going to flip it around. First, I want to talk about distractions. You know, I talked about doom scrolling. I talked about being on your phone. And a lot of times, what we see on our phones when we scroll through a lot of social media is a negative influence because it's setting up an expectation that just isn't there. It's setting up a priority that isn't truthful. It's setting us up for failure because we're seeing who we think we're supposed to be and we're never going to get there. Okay, so we want to make sure that one thing, the, the first thing is that we're filling our bodies and our minds with good stuff. All right. We want to get rid of the negative influences. We want to get rid of the influencers who are filling us with cuckoo bird stuff about how you can be perfect in 17 minutes with this one pill and these three steps or what have you. Uh, or those who are yelling at us or making us feel bad. If we look at if you're looking at something online. And you get a negative feeling inside of you, shame, guilt, anger, hurt, disappointment, betrayal, lack of success, then that is a negative influence. You are getting a negative influence. If you turn the news on and you're watching the news and you feel sad and hopeless, that's a negative influence. Okay, so understanding your feelings and looking at how your body feels and your body responds and your emotion responds, if you're responding to something negatively, in you know in in the under 50 percent uh, in the in the negative feelings and, I, and and when I say negative I don't want to say bad okay I'm, I'm not I, I want to kind of break this out here but like sadness and shame and guilt if you're looking at things and they're causing you to feel that way it's time to get rid of them or definitely limit them if not get rid of them definitely limit them if not get rid of them because they're not serving you any they're not building you up they're not lifting you up they're tearing you down Okay, looking at your ex's Instagram account or looking at your ex's Facebook account to see what they're up to. That's a negative influence because all you're doing is being drugged back into either the pain or what you lost or what have you. And negative influences around relationships too. the people in your life, the people in your tribe, the people in your circle. They ought to be positive. They ought to be positive and supportive. Look, if you're moving in a new direction, those who are moving with you ought to support you. Now, I've talked before about systems and how systems work. And usually when you change, the system lights you who you are. And so the system is going to try to get you to be who you were, even though who you're becoming is better for you and ultimately better for the system. The system doesn't like change. Family system, relational system, church system, business system, house system, work system, whatever. Okay. 
And those negative influences are going to be like, you know, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can If you go to the gym every day, all you're going to do is get, you know, is get um, is sore knees. All right. Um, or or people who are constantly berating you, tearing you down, making fun of you, insulting you. Those need to go. Okay, those negative influences need to go. You will not succeed in any form of growth or advancement if you are covered with negative influences. Okay, if negative influences are driving you, and part of negative influences, what happens is when we have, when we have someone in our life that's negative or toxic, we want to please them. That's by the nature of who we are as people. Is we we're pleasers. We want to please. We want to stay within the tribe. We don't want to get kicked out, so we want to be part of the tribe. And if someone is making fun of us or making us feel negative, we want to please them. And usually we please them by sacrificing our success. Oh, okay, you know, I'm going to go to the gym today, but, you know, my neighbor's making fun of me because all I'm going to do is get sore knees. And I want my neighbor to be happy with me. So, well, okay, I'm just not going to go to the gym. I'm just going to stay home. And then my neighbor will be happy with me. But what happens is I've allowed that negative influence to impact my success. Okay. And those negative influences can be very close. Now, sometimes, sometimes we need to have really hard conversations with negative influencers. Sometimes we can just cut them off. All right. If I go to a particular coffee shop and every day that I go to a particular coffee shop, the person who sells me coffee makes fun of me and insults me. Well, hey, guess what? I can go to a different coffee shop. All right. I can. Uh, But if my brother who lives next door to me makes fun of me every day and he's my blood and I have to sit next to him at Thanksgiving every year, then sometimes you have to have 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 really difficult conversations because you may have to cut your brother off. He may be a negative influence. And and this includes family, too. And this is the hard part. Um, But you may have to sit down and say, look, I'm trying to better myself. And you may not understand or agree. But can can you at least be happy for me as your brother that I'm trying to do better? You may think I'm going to fail and maybe I will fail, but don't aid me in that. Let me fail on my own. Let me come to the place where I can't do this anymore on my own. Don't, don't, don't let me fail uh, because, uh, you know, out of your fear, let me fail on my own. So the negative influence, sometimes negative influence is your brother or your parents or, you know, your boss or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or, you know, your kids. And sometimes those negative influences need to be put in their place. You'll never succeed if you are being directed by negative influences. It just won't happen. All right. So the fifth one, it's a pretty clear one, but, uh, you know, um, it, it's, it, it happens a lot. It's fear of failure. All right. We're all afraid. We're all afraid. We're afraid. Um, we're afraid to suffer. And failure creates suffering. And so most of the time, we don't strive to succeed because we're afraid we're going to fail. So fear of failure is really, really a powerful thing because we think when we fail, we're going to feel bad. People are going to judge us, make fun of us, yada, yada, yada. We're afraid to fail because we're afraid that it's going to make us look bad. We have the shame and the guilt. People are going to make fun of us again. And and if you're surrounded by people who are going to make fun of you, if you fail, then you need to go back to that negative influences we just talked about because that's usually where they're at. Negative influencers will make fun of you if you fail, which will keep you locked up in your comfort zone because you're not going to step out of your comfort zone because you're afraid that you're going to fail. Okay. So fear of failure is a really, really powerful motivator to keep us from success. And we need to get over that and it's not and and it's not getting over failure because we're going to fail we all fail all day every day we fail it's the fear of failure it's the fear that we need to address it's the fear that we need to overcome if we're going to succeed because failure is going to happen failure is going to happen over and over and over again if you succeed on the first try you are one of the minority of people 
um, the, the, the head of Honda talks about failure as the path to success. You know, failure is the way that we learn to succeed. So failure happens. It's being afraid of it. It's being afraid of what it's going to look like. How is it going to make me feel? How is it going to make me look? What are people going to say? What are people going to do? So sometimes we just need to learn to fail. You know, and, and in a lot of ways, you know, we kind of live in a culture that doesn't like to fail. So sometimes we just need to learn to fail. We need to learn to step out and fail. So here's a great way to do it. Here's a great way to, you know, take some small failures and fail. Intentionally fail. The next time you go to the coffee shop, okay, next time you go to the coffee shop and you're going to get a coffee, ask if you can have it for free. Now, you're most likely not going to get it, okay? But you don't want to get it, actually. You don't want them to give it to you for free. That question is setting you up to fail. So you ask, hey, can I have this for free? <laughs> no, you can't have it for free. Okay, pay the bill and move on. And hey, guess what? That was a significant failure and nothing happened. Lightning didn't strike. You didn't fall down. The floor didn't open up and suck you down into the, to the lower depths of death. You failed, okay? You can set yourself up to have these failures because when you have the failures, you see it's not that big of a fear. You can overcome your fear by doing it and you can do it by having these failures, you know, if you're single and, uh, and, and, and there's a really, really handsome person, pretty person, someone you truly desire, then go after them. Ask them out. You know you're going to fail. If you're going to fail, then so what? You're not going to fall into the depths of, of, of the Grand Canyon. And maybe they're going to say yes. I don't know if you remember the, uh, the ending of, of the last Lord of the Rings movie, Return of the Kings, when, when uh, Frodo and Sam are laying on that stone. And, and, and Sam says, if I, if I would have made it back, I would have liked to have asked that woman to marry me, the bartender, I forget her name. And they're laying there and they're going to die. Well, then they come and get rescued and all that kind of stuff. And they're back in the Shire at the very end of the movie. And Sam's sitting there having a beer with, uh, with the other three. And there she is behind the bar. And, and, and you could see in his eyes, he's like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm going to fail. And then he just gets up and goes and asks her. And the next thing, they're getting married. So the fear is what holds us back. And yeah, we're going to fail. We fail every day. Welcome to it. Failure is a part of life. Failure is where we grow. But when we're afraid of it, we don't try. And if we don't try, then we will never expand. So overcoming the fear of failure. And sometimes we overcome the fear of failure by failing. We have to fail. So set yourself up to fail. Ask for a free coffee at the coffee shop. You may get it. <laughs> they may give you a free coffee, which is awesome. But most likely they're going to say no. And if they say no, well, then there you have it. Or ask for a 10% discount in a restaurant. They may say no, but that's okay because you really want them to say no. You want to experience controlled failure, which helps you then to overcome the fear of it. And that's the point of the exercise. So number six, now before I say number six, I just want to, I, I want to say that I, I took me a minute to kind of figure this one out and it took me a minute to kind of get my feet grounded. So I'm going to encourage you or ask you at least to, to hear it out before you respond, because I, I don't want you to put a pin in things and not hear what I have to say. So number six is free time, free time. 
dedicate more time to personal and professional growth. Okay, so free time. Now, when I heard this, I'm like, well, wait a minute, free time? What do you mean? I mean, I'm a human. I ought to be able to enjoy things and go out and have a good time or veg on the couch every now and again and watch a little bit of TV. But here's the thing. That's not what it is. It took me a minute to realize exactly what was being talked about here. Because when we live our lives in an understanding that there's work time and free time. So there's work time and me time. And if I'm not on the clock, I'm on me. All right. And and really a lot of what we want to do, and this kind of leads into procrastination. Really, a lot of times what we do with our free time is we do nothing. It's free. Well, no time is free. Okay. No time is free. No time do we do nothing. We're always doing something. Even if we're laying on the couch watching Netflix, we're laying and watching. So we're doing something. There is no time that is free. All right. Time always has something encompassing to it. So getting away with free time is really doing away with the idea that we have all of this unscheduled, unnecessary, unaccountable time. We don't. We don't have this unscheduled, unnecessary, unaccountable time. Time is precious and important. Now, does that mean that we can't lay on the couch and watch Netflix? Of course we can. If that's how you want to spend some of your downtime, rest time, recharge time, then do it. But don't think that that's free time. You're dedicating that. You're scheduling it. So dedicate it and schedule it. You know what? An episode on Netflix is 90 minutes. So I'm going to dedicate 90 minutes to lay here and watch an episode of something. But then that's it for that time. Time is not free. Even when we are doing things that feed us and relaxation, that is still time that we schedule. That is still time that we dedicate We dedicate that time. Now, maybe within that dedication, there's a lot of liminalness and we don't have a whole lot of of expectation within the hour. So if I'm going to the park and I'm going to sit at the park for an hour and I'm going to do nothing for an hour, okay, there's going to be a lot of things you're going to do. You're going to look, you're going to hear, you're going to smell, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to watch, but you have no expectation within that hour. But that's still not free time. You're dedicating that hour to something. Okay, so when we get away from the notion of work time, free time, work time, me time, and get into the notion that all time needs to be scheduled, we do need to schedule. We do need to dedicate time to be relaxing and taking care of ourselves. But if we just say, well, you know, I get done work at four o'clock and I go to bed at midnight, what happens between four and midnight? That's free time. Well, you're going to waste eight hours or seven hours or two hours. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to you don't want to leave time to chance. Okay? Dedicate it. Even if dedicating it means for the next 2 hours I'm going to sit and watch, you know, a Star Wars movie or I'm going to sit and uh, read a book or I'm going to sit and, you know, scroll TikTok or whatever. I'm still dedicating that time. So doing away with the notion of free time, the time is free and actually dedicating your time moving forward and and making sure even in free to even in in downtime and relaxation time is dedicated time. And the last one is limited beliefs. Limited beliefs. You know, our beliefs are really really powerful and if we encompass beliefs that limit us, then we're not going to succeed. If I believe that I can't get definition in my biceps, well, then I'm not going to lift weights in order to get definition in my biceps. If I believe that I'm not going to be able to succeed in a business or in a lifestyle, then I'm not going to try. And even if I try, I'm going to hit the first roadblock and I'm going to fail. So I'm doing, you know, if I'm doing bicep curls in order to build up my biceps and I have these limited beliefs that I'm not going to be able to do it. And then the first time I do it really hard and and, and my biceps are achy the next day. Well, see, I just hurt myself. Limited beliefs, limited beliefs. You know, look at it from this perspective. If you have a gallon of water 
and you have an empty and and the empty container you're pouring that gallon of water into is one quart okay there's four quarts in a gallon and then you only have room for that quart of water that is the limit and if that is the only limit you have if your beliefs limit you then you will only go as far as your beliefs if you believe that you will not succeed in your business or you will not succeed in a podcast, I mean, look, when I started this podcast, I didn't necessarily believe that I would go very far. This is episode number 98. I'm about ready to crest 100. Okay. So when you limit your beliefs, then your beliefs will cap you. So if you want to succeed, then limited beliefs have to go. Okay. Limited beliefs have to go. You can't believe there's a limit and then expect to expand beyond it. You have to believe beyond the limit. You have to believe beyond where you want to go or when you hit your belief, even if it's not your limit, you're going to stop. Okay. So limited beliefs do not serve you to believe that you can't do it or that you can only go so far will only allow you to go that far. All right. So those are the seven things to sacrifice in 2024 to succeed. That was Success Professional that brought those forward. So thanks to them for that. I hope this was helpful. I really do. I mean, this was really actually very interesting for me to kind of look through and see what I do and where I need to work more and what I need to sacrifice. And there's a couple on here that need some sacrificial moments from me. So I hope this is helpful. Again, if you would share it out there on the social media platforms, on the on the listening platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, follow us, subscribe, give us a rating and review love to hear from you and if you want to reach out to me the website is gracelifecoaching.com here at grace life coaching we want you to be the best you